Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lahu wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluhu A'udzu billahi minasy syaithanir rajim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Ara'aita alladzi yukazzibu biddin fazalikal ladzi yad'ul yatim wala yuhuddu ala ta'amil miskin fawailul lil musallin alladhina hum an salatihim sahun alladhina hum yara'un wa yamna'un al ma'un Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. My khutbah today is taken from chapter 107 of Al Quran entitled Acts of Kindness. The English translation is as follows Has thou seen him who belies religion? Have you seen such a person who does not believe in religion? The characteristics of these, of these people or persons is given in the following verses. This is the one who is rough to the orphan and urges not the feeding of the needy or the poor. So woe to the praying ones who are unmindful of their prayer, who do good to be seen of men and refrain from acts of kindness. Very simple, very short chapter of Al-Quran. I've given a khutbah on this before. But certain issues happening in the world today, news headlines have made me look, had a second look at this chapter. And, the, and what I'm going to share with you today is what I think and how this chapter applies to our life in the 21st century. In the light of the current world issues, I've decided to have a look at the surah, despite giving, uh, having a khutbah on it before. This chapter of the Holy Quran typifies what the world has become. That is, most people today do not believe in religion. Many people profess a faith, but very few practice it as it ought to be practiced. I am reminded of the biblical verse found in Matthew chapter 22 verse 14, which states, Many are called, but few are chosen. Look at the number of war crimes against innocent citizens of the world. Look at what happened in Sri Lanka, in Bosnia, in Iraq, in Afghanistan, in Palestine, and the list goes on and on. Innocent people, innocent citizens. Look at the number of knife crimes in London and the amount of young lives lost. It is fashionable today to be a part of a gang. But what about being part of your church, your mosque, your mandir, your synagogue, your gurwada? What about being a part of that community? The hearts of people today are filled with want of the world. If they only knew that the world and all it contains is not theirs to be had, it will never belong to us or anyone. And it will be returned to the originator of the heavens and the earth in a similar manner to which it was created. When those of us who've had to bury our loved ones, when we went to the cemetery, did we see them ever take any worldly possessions with them? In chapter 42, verse 49, Allah says, 
To Allah belongs the dominion of the heavens and the earth. He creates what he wills. He gives to whom he wills female children, and he gives to whom he will males. Allah in this surah has equated belief in religion to the service of the less fortunate in society. The Arabic word used here for orphans in this surah is yatim, and is translated as orphans. And we all know what an orphan is, children who have no parents or guardian. But there's a deeper meaning here to the word yatim. It also means a wife whose husband or guardian has passed away. It also refers to the sick and the elderly and the lonely in society who have no one to care for them or to visit them. So in this chapter of Al-Quran, being rough to an orphan has two meanings. It means denying them of their rights to life, a livelihood, and, not, and depriving them of what is their rightful inheritance. But it also means shunning our duty to the needs of the sick, the lonely, and the elderly in our society. A couple of years ago, in our local, in my community where I live, a young girl took it upon herself to ask for donations for the elderly and the sick and the lonely in where we live. When we found out about this, and she was not a Muslim, so this has nothing to do with Muslim. Allah says, have you seen, seen this person who does not believe in religion? Never said anything about a Muslim or a Christian or a Jew. Have you seen such a person? And he gives you characteristics. So this young girl took it upon herself to go around asking for donations and taking it on a few days before Christmas to the lonely and the sick and the poor people in our community. So when we found out about it, my wife and I, since then, we support her every Christmas in what she does. This is something for us to think about. There are many, many lonely and sick and elderly people in our community. We all know that dementia and Alzheimer's takes its toll on people. And that's when sometimes we can't deal with it and we need help. We need support. The, one who, the able-bodied one needs someone to talk to. We need that sort of uh, reinforcement and that sort of support. And these, these nowadays, you don't find that. People are too taken up in their own little worlds. The surah continues and urges not the feeding of the needy. So this is another characteristic of people who do not believe in religion. They don't care about the needy and they don't encourage you to feed the needy. So that the characteristics of those who do not believe in religion, Allah says, are the ones who is rough to the orphan, urges not the feeding of the poor. However, here's a question for us to answer. How often does the topic of an orphan occur at our dinner table with our family? Do we encourage each other to feed the poor? Do we donate to food banks? If we, even if we don't feed the poor, do we donate to food banks? When it comes to feeding the needy, in my humble opinion, I think the Sikh community is a cut above the rest. I've been to their Gurwada. I've seen people constantly cooking and cleaning and serving people from every walks of life. Let it be remembered that our Holy Prophet Muhammad was an orphan. And he said in Hadith, 
He said, the one who cares for an orphan, that person and myself will be together in paradise like this. And he rose his finger, two fingers up, and he showed people they would be like this. The person who looks after the orphan and himself. And this is found in Sahih al-Bukhari. Elsewhere, Allah reminds us of our duty to the orphan and the poor and the needy. Allah says in chapter 93, verses 9 to 10, Therefore the orphan oppress not, and the beggar do not refuse him. Allah knows that orphans are vulnerable members of society, so he warns humanity not to oppress them and encourages, encourages us not to refuse a beggar. Today, we see scammers stealing millions from young people, from elderly. No one is spared. So Allah says, have you seen him who belies religion? These are some of the characteristics of these people. We see it on the news every day. They go to the elderly home and they knock on the door and they scam them out of their money. So, the, verse, the chapter continues. So woe to the praying ones who are unmindful of their prayer, who do good to be seen of men and refrain from acts of kindness. Here Allah is making an emphatic statement. And that is, there are those of us who perform our prayer as a matter of ritual only, and not as a means of attaining nearness to Him. We pray for ourselves and not for others. This is because we truly we do not believe in religion. Our religion is only about ourselves. Our health, our financial well-being, our children. Only about us, not about the neighbor. Not about the people from across the road, the alien neighbor, or even the close neighbor. When we give charity once a year, we want as many people to know about it. But in reality, we refrain from regular small acts of kindness. It is only a person's, person of a tender heart that will give regularly and keep it quiet and don't want anyone to know about it. Our Holy Prophet Muhammad said, There is a reward for kindness to every living thing. And what have we been looking at? on our televisions recently. We are faced with a situation whereby the creatures of the oceans are dying from plastic. What is our kindness to them? Where is our kindness to them? We only have to look at the, this catastrophe facing us, at the, um, the mountains of plastic floating in the ocean worlds. Are we showing acts of kindness to these creatures? And Allah says in the Quran, I have given you fresh flesh from the ocean. And of the beautiful things you wear, the pearls. We are destroying an ecosystem. We are destroying livelihoods of people and poisoning the sea. And what happens to the poisons when it gets in the ocean and we eat the fish? It gets accumulated in us and forms all sorts of cancers. Are we showing the environment? Are we being kind to our environment? So by recycling our plastic, our glass bottles, our cans and cardboard, we are in fact showing small acts of kindness to the environment. Allah's create, not only to the environment, but to Allah's creation and the next generation. And who is that? 
our children and our grandchildren. Doing a little bit every day. One could say that there is more kindness to animals than to human beings when it comes to rights. In the last 70 years, more sophisticated weapons have been made to kill human beings. And more laws have been passed to protect the rights and welfare of animals. Biological and nuclear weapons have been made by human beings to kill human beings. This, this is indeed a lack of kindness amongst humans. Families have rejected families, and religion has taken a back seat in the daily lives of humanity. So how could small acts of kindness be a part of us when we are busy competing in the accumulation of wealth and power? As Allah has told us in this previous surah when he says, Woe to every slanderer defamer who amasses wealth and counts it. He thinks that his wealth will make him live forever, make him immortal. We are so taken up with the gains of the world and the befriending of the rich and the famous that we are the ones who in fact belie religion or does not believe in religion. Why are we so taken up with the material life? Allah answers this question beautifully in chapter 2, verse 268. He says, The devil threatens you with poverty and enjoins you to be niggardly. And Allah promises you forgiveness from himself and abundance. And Allah is ample giving and knowing. So this is why everyone is running around today. The expression, we are chasing the dollar. Wherever you go, people don't have time for God, people don't have time for family. Allah says the reason is because the devil threatens you with poverty. So you always want more and you don't have more to give. You feel you'll become poor. Allah says he will forgive you and he gives to whom he pleases. This is why we infringe the rights of orphans. This is why we don't give our time to the lonely and the sick. This is why we do not feed the poor and the needy. And this is why we refrain from acts of kindness. We are too taken up in trying to protect ourselves and keep ourselves secure, financially that is, that we constantly, we bring, we take work home. Some people when they get up in the morning and they start work before they even get to work. We take, we take work on holiday. We are so taken up and so much engrossed in chasing everything and not in giving. And why? Because Allah says the devil threatens you with poverty. You feel you will become poor. You feel you will have less. And so something for us to think about. This point is strikingly elucidated in a hadith of the Prophet Muhammad It's a bit lengthy, so please follow me. The Prophet said, On the day of judgment, Allah will address a particular individual and he will say, O son of Adam, I was sick, but you did not attend to me. Bewildered, this individual will say, How is it possible? You, after all, are the supreme Lord of the worlds and cannot fall sick. Allah will reply, Do you not remember 
that so and so among my servants was ill and lying close to you, and you did not turn to him in sympathy? If you had gone near to him, you would have found me beside him. In like manner, Allah will address another individual, and he will say, O son of Adam, I asked of you a piece of bread, but you would not give it to me. The individual will submit and say, How is it possible? Can Allah feel hungry and need bread? Allah will reply, So and so among my servants, in a moment of hunger, asked you for bread, and, you, and did you not refuse to give it to him? If you had given him food, you would have found me beside him. Similarly, Allah will turn yet to another person and address him as, O son of Adam, I was thirsty and I asked you for a cup of water, but you did not give it to me. The individual will cry out, how is that possible? How can Allah feel thirsty? And Allah will reply and say, so and so of my servants were thirsty and asked you for water, but you did not give it to him. If you had given it to him, you would have found me beside him. And this is recorded in Sahih Muslim. Thus, how can a person claim to be a true follower of religion if he does not observe these three conditions explained above? And the person did not ask for any great amount of money, a piece of bread, some water, and for you to visit the sick. Not for a million pounds. So, and Allah will question all of us. Did you do? Did you do it or did you not do it? These are the conditions. That is, he entertains no sympathy in his heart for, for his fellow men. He does not observe the commands of Allah in the proper way. And he does not put Allah above everything else. And his heart is so narrow and constricted that he does not observe even the smallest courtesies of life. So the claim of such a person is false, for his actions belie religion and, and run counter to Allah's teachings. I would conclude this short khutbah today with one verse of Al-Quran where Allah states, We have not created the jinn and the men except that they should become the slaves of Allah. This is our ultimate goal.